Life's better with American Family Insurance because our home policies help protect your dreams and come with peace of mind. Save up to 25% by bundling home, auto, and life. American Family Insurance. Get a quote, find an agent at amfam.com. Products not available in every state. Discounts may not apply to all coverages on an auto or home policy. Discounts do not apply to life insurance policies. Visit Amfem.com to learn how discounts may apply to you. American Family Mutual Insurance Company, S.I. and its operating companies, American Family Life Insurance Company, 6000 American Parkway, Madison, Wisconsin. I'm Emily Elizabeth, and I'm the host of the What Fulfills You podcast, a show for and about individuals always seeking to be their best selves. On this show, we talk all about building the mindset, finding the right careers, creating meaningful relationships, and so much more. Welcome to the What Fulfills You podcast. Hello, hello, everyone. Welcome back to another episode of the What Fulfills You podcast. My name is Emily Elizabeth. I'm your host. And for this week, I'm going to be kicking off a series of solo episodes that are very much tailored towards goal setting, vision setting, and understanding how to go towards the direction that you want to move in, especially for your life, but in particular for this year. So obviously, by the time you're listening to this, this is going to be a little bit towards the end of January, if you are listening to this in a more recent time of when this episode is going out. But I think that most of the time we have momentum going into a new year in the early part of the month, right? So early part of January, first two weeks, we often have momentum like, okay, this is what I'm gonna do for the new year and this is my intention and so forth. And majority of the time, a lot of people tend to dwindle off towards the end of the month because of maybe lack of precision in the goals or the visions or not really having the best approach to setting these goals and what the purpose of all of them are. And so I get a lot of questions often around how I created the direction I went in over the past few years and just overall how I set my goals and my personal visions. And I think how I do it is very personal to me. And so I wanna share that because it might not suit everyone, but it also could give you some ideas on what works better for you compared to what other people are doing that try to advise you on, okay, here's how you set goals and whatever, right? So for me, what has always worked, I always start with my personal vision. I've done this for years, I wanna say, especially since the age of, 22 or 23 right when I graduated college and got into my full-time job and also started the podcast which was um, probably like eight months after I graduated from college I started this particular podcast and I think since then I just wrote down a vision and almost like a curated idea of what that would look like especially at the time it was around the podcast and what fulfills you and then like my sales job at the time. And so how I tend to look at my vision often surrounds my age. So I remember two years ago or maybe three years ago, I was writing about, okay, what my life would look like at the age of 24. I think I was writing this when I was 24. And then what my life would look like when I'm 25 and what it would look like when I'm 26. And I actually recently came across the journal where I wrote this, and I I believe I was still in LA at the time. 
And oddly enough, I don't want to say this with such surprise because I, I say with surprise because I didn't end up actually keeping track of it that much or like that specific uh, journal writing. But it seems as though that it planted the seed or gave me the ideas of the direction I would want to go in. I wrote about, you know, very whimsical, I mean, crazy dreams, very audacious. I was 24 writing about, okay, you know, one day I would have this apartment in New York with this type of view or just a view, right? And I think I also wrote about one day being able to afford to live between New York and Miami. At the time I was ready to leave LA. I was very interested in going back to the East Coast. I was interested in perhaps splitting time in the future between New York and Miami, all of that. So I had a lot of that written down in my personal vision. And so, okay, I was like, this is a lifestyle. I want to live. That's always how I start with my personal vision is very surrounding lifestyle. I would also incorporate, okay, what types of workouts would I be doing? How much do those workouts cost? Like very small nitty gritty details that can feel very weird to write down because it's, it's almost, I don't know, it, it can feel like odd, right? When you put the pen to paper and you write down these thoughts. But that's interestingly enough what enabled me to actually go in that direction and why I never felt lost in that process because I knew that, hey, this is the life I want to live. So what does it take to do that? I preface it with all that because now um, at the age of 26, I have done the same thing where I have been starting to write down what does the rest of 26 look like? What does 27-year-old Emily look like? What does 28-year-old Emily look like? And that's how I would start. Like, those are some of the questions I personally use when it comes to writing down my vision. So I'll go ahead and share my personal examples of my personal vision at this age, right? So again, it's going to vary depending on where you're at in life and also kind of what your priorities are. For me right now, being at the age of 26 and knowing that I am not in any kind of rush to build a family or have children, you know, in the next four years or anything. So at this point in my life, I am very focused on the direction of what fulfills you. Um, And I think overall, just like a core career focus, I really want to hone down over the next two to three years of being able to build what I want to build and take the direction I've taken it in and really amp it up a few notches. I'm also focused on financial trajectory, which is around like how to increase income, how to increase my revenue. And, you know, I think for me, this is not just for the sake of being able to afford better or nicer things, although that comes with the territory, right? I think for me, I think of it in the terms of number one, not having to worry if so, or as much when it comes to financial capabilities, as well as also just setting my future up to be more safe. I think, you know, if you take the lessons from people who've done it before us, a lot of times they're always talking about investing, you know, getting into investing at a certain age. And when I'm talking about investing, I'm not just talking about, of course, you know, diving into the stock market and whatnot, but rather being really strategic with you know long-term investing retirement and and savings and things like that so i'm really mindful about you know increasing my income to be able to invest long-term in the future 
Um, and I actually have notes here where part of my personal vision is to be able to afford to purchase a home in New York City within the next five years. I would love to buy a one or two bedroom condo in New York. That's just personally been a dream of mine. And it's very audacious. It, it really is. At the same time, I think some of us, when we think of doing certain things that sound so big and almost out of touch, I think the biggest thing that I've done that helped make it more realistic is actually going to look at what the reality would cost per se in this scenario. So if I'm saying, okay, I would love to eventually buy a one or two bedroom condo just for my sake, just to have for myself, whether it's for part time or just as my own pad, whatever, right? To me, what I've done then instead is I would look at the market. I would pay attention to prices and HOA and different fees that are involved. And to me, what what it does is it makes it more attainable. It doesn't actually scare me. It makes me go, okay, crunch the numbers. These are the range of what it would look like to buy in Manhattan and in this neighborhood versus, versus this this neighborhood in Brooklyn, right? Our bodies come in different shapes and sizes, so doesn't it make sense that our weight loss plans should too? That's the beauty of Noom. They build a personal plan that factors in dietary restrictions, medical issues, and other personal needs so your plan works for you. Noom doesn't restrict or shame when you want to treat yourself. Their flexible program focuses on progress. Instead of perfection, you don't have to give up carbs or anything. And with their daily lessons, you can learn something new about your food choices every day. After just a few days of using the app, I learned how to recognize cues for overeating and how to choose the right foods to feel full. Stay focused on what's important to you with Noom's psychology and biology-based approach. Sign up for your trial today at Noom.com. That's N-O-O-M dot com. And check out Noom's first ever cookbook, The Noom Kitchen, for a hundred healthy and delicious recipes to promote better living. Available to buy now wherever books are sold. Um, and again, I mentioned this earlier too, but like another part of my personal vision is the ability to live between New York and Miami in the future. I think that would be awesome to balance a lifestyle like that or I, you know at one point years back I dreamed of being bi-coastal and I think for a good part of 2020 I was very bi-coastal I was between LA and New York every six weeks or so and I think that really got my wheels turning because I, I'm a creative I love the jump between two major cities and being at that age at 23 24 it just made sense to me I think to be able to really uh, capitalize on that and lo and behold what it did was it, it made me go oh shit there are some people that actually live like this what does it take to live like that right and I want to add another comment too because I actually said this on a recent podcast but not everyone is going to have this kind of dream and and that does not take away like if you want to have a solid home in a more suburban even rural area, like I grew up in a very rural hometown, I think that's normal, I think that's fine. And I think that if that is your vision, go in that direction, write that down and crunch the numbers or crunch the reality of what that would look like, what that would take, right? I'm just sharing mine because I think, again, if I give examples of my own personal vision and what's partially included in that, and 
my thought process in making it a reality, I think you can kind of find the parallel of what you could also do in your own life to go from A to B to C. Okay, so jumping into the next part, I would say is very much setting goals, right? So after you start with your personal vision, the next part would be setting goals around it. I I know a lot of people, I think, tend to set goals instead of have a vision. And my dad and I actually debated on this, but for me, I think it's hard to set goals if you don't have a vision because vision gives you direction, right? I think a lot of people oftentimes just feel lost, simply not being sure of where to go. And I have simplified it in my life where I think about direction is as simple as knowing whether you're gonna turn right, left, you're gonna go north, east, west, wherever. That's how simple I put it in my mind. And so if you don't know what direction you're going in, you really have to start with that, right? I think basic examples is, you know, if you're in college and you're thinking about going to nursing school, right? And you end up realizing, hey, this is the path I wanna go on. Then it makes it a lot easier because you've decided I'm gonna go to nursing school. I'm gonna become a nurse. These are the years that it'll take. This is the process. Okay, next steps, right? So once you have a direction, you know the next steps to take. So same thing for me, when I left my corporate job, I started my marketing agency and I knew that the first step was making substantial revenue to feed myself, right? Like being self-employed for the first time, I was like, oh my gosh, this is scary. Um, You know, I was self-employed part-time before, right? And again, that's, I don't even know if that would be a thing, saying you're self-employed part-time, but I had my own businesses, right? But none of which uh, was paying for my rent and all my bills um, the way my agency has. And so knowing that that was the first step that made the goal a lot easier because I'd be like, okay, let's say just throwing fake numbers out there. Let's say I charge $3,000 per client, right? Okay. So how many clients would it take to reach a safe amount to cover my monthly expenses? Right. Does that make sense? And so I think of that in the same way where, um, without vision, it's hard to set goals and next steps. So when it comes to setting goals, make sure that they are measurable, make sure they have a deadline, and lastly, make sure they are specific and relevant to your vision. I noticed that when I was hungry to leave my corporate job, uh, how many years ago? I guess almost three years ago, in uh, end of April will be three years ago, I remember I was advised to put it on my calendar and also was forced to, I guess, um, it wasn't like making a bet, but rather having skin in the game where if I did not leave the job by April 30th, I owed certain people $500 each. That made it more risky, right? And, and, I, and I loved that because it put me under pressure. It made me go hunt for new clients faster. And what happened was I went from having no clients for, I don't know, two, three months, and then getting two clients in two weeks, which was you know such a fun process to me. And it really showed me how important it is to have a deadline and to even better 
make the deadline shorter than you think it needs to be. And so for me personally, when it comes to my goals for 2024, they are surrounding the, the trajectory of my career and finances because like I said, that is my core focuses within my personal vision, right? So what I do knowing that, okay, let's imagine we're writing this down on a piece of paper and career slash finances are, is at the top because that's like the core topic, right? So from there, I break them down into each month and each quarter, my goals. So there'll be like a specific goal for January, February, March, April, et cetera. And then there is a specific goal for Q1, Q2, Q3, Q4. And that being said, in January right now, I have a specific goal that I'm targeting in January. I actually shared it with my team member and uh, for Lost Hatton and What Fulfills You. And that also, that specific goal contributes to my Q1 goal. And the reason why I break them down into quarters as well is because, like I said earlier, when it's measurable and has a deadline, right? The deadline is very specific. It gives me a time frame to measure within. So of course, okay, January goal is to be completed by January 30th, right? Okay, Q1 goal is to be completed by March 30th, the end of the quarter. And so then it helps me focus on, okay, what are my top priorities from now through the end of March? And most importantly, okay, let's say I feel lost on setting goals or knowing what goals I need to write down. Okay, well, a question would be, how can I set the bar high enough where the goal is, okay, attainable, very much so, but also high, right? It's gonna add some pressure, it's not easy. And what also, most importantly, it moves the needle forward in your personal vision. Or in this case, this is what I'm asking myself. Is this goal moving the needle forward in my personal vision? So I really wanna emphasize on starting with a vision for yourself and make it small, okay? Don't talk about the five-year plan. That's something else I also debate with my dad and a lot of people. I think it is ideal to know where you would love to be in five years. But when I think about five years ago, I was 22. I was finishing my last semester of college. And of course, I do think that I've certainly gone in the direction that I had started at that time in my life. But a lot of things change over the years, right? I think at that point in my life, I, I certainly didn't think that I was gonna be moving to LA. I certainly didn't think that I would move to New York. I didn't think I would ever move back to the East Coast, to be honest. So you have to kind of accept that there will be things that are not set in stone, but that's why I love rather projecting, okay, what, what does 26-year-old Emily look like? What does 27-year-old Emily look like, right? Because that's within the next one to two years and that does come a lot faster. And I think as you get momentum in thinking about your vision and who you are going to become over the next one to two years, then it becomes easier to write a potential grand vision or archetype or whatever of who you are five years down the road, knowing that there's going to be some change, of course. But I would say uh, my final words on this, on setting intentions, goals, and visions for the new year, especially in the first three months, number one, start with a vision. And particularly in your personal vision, try to find 
one maybe two areas in your life that you're really focused on what part of your life do you know that you need to get your shit together in right and i would say a lot of you guys listening it probably is going to be somewhere within like your career and just getting your whole life together as a whole right and that's but i think oftentimes it really stems from figuring out what you want to do with your life where it's meaningful it means something to you it's enjoyable and you're of course making a living out of it you know and i think this is a perfect time if you are feeling a little bit stuck to take and dedicate a month or two months or however long it takes to really focus on you and sometimes that does mean giving up a little bit of social time or leisure things that you typically would want to do but hey putting that on pause to get other things going faster will help you in the long run. So that is all I have for today's episode on setting intentions, goals, and visions for the new year in 2024. I hope this short episode was helpful for you. And as always, if it was, please be sure to share this on your Instagram story. Tag my personal Instagram at Emily E. Duong and the podcast Instagram at What Fulfills You. And lastly, if you want to hear more personal insights on career building, personal growth, relationships, and everything I talk about on the show, I do have a new weekly email newsletter where I send you guys a weekly email sharing my personal insights on any specific topic relating to the podcast. You can find the link to subscribe in the show notes. Thanks again for tuning in. I will chat with you guys in the next episode. Life's better with American Family Insurance because our home policies help protect your dreams and come with peace of mind. Save up to 25% by bundling home, auto, and life. American Family Insurance. Get a quote, find an agent at amfam.com. Products not available in every state. Discounts may not apply to all coverages on an auto or home policy. Discounts do not apply to life insurance policies. Visit amfam.com to learn how discounts may apply to you. American Family Mutual Insurance Company, S.I. and its operating companies, American Family Life Insurance Company, 6000 American Parkway, Madison, Wisconsin.